0: hello my friends it is your brother hampton from hybrid calisthenics welcome back to another episode of coffee with hampton where i sit down and share some thoughts with you over a cup of coffee see there is in fact coffee in the cup anytime this cup is around there's something in the cup about a year and a few months ago i made a video on making friends and dating it was just my thoughts on that and i gave my input and my opinion on how i want to go about making friends and how i went about making my relationship thrive. I've been married a while now, I've been in a relationship for seven years, hasn't been that long but it's really been a essential part of my life so I just shared my thoughts on kindness, friends, and romance. And since then I've been getting some requests to make a follow-up specifically for finding a romantic partner, thoughts on dating. I don't claim to be a dating expert (laughs) so I'm gonna frame this as advice towards my single self. On the other hand I am kind of wary of anyone who does call themselves a dating expert so just something to keep in mind. So here are my thoughts. So this is not something I realized when I was in my late teens and early 20s when I hadn't met my wife yet, but it is something I see very clearly now. So they say hindsight is 2020, so hopefully this hindsight can help you out. I've noticed a lot of people really seem to overcommit early on in a relationship, before they meet a person or right after they meet a person, and they tend to undercommit when they've already started dating for a long time, already been married, already had kids. Now I'll get to that in a little bit, but I wanna focus on the first thing. And I've distilled my thoughts on this. I've tried to film this a few different times and it didn't work out, so I just need to get out my thoughts. I've distilled my thoughts down to three different points. The first one being is to spend time on people who want to be with you. I think we spend a lot of time trying to convince others that we are good enough, that we can do the thing That They don't think we can that we can support them. We can be a good friend. We can be a good lover We spend all this time and energy when there's already people out there theoretically who want us for the way we are So I always tell people who listen to these videos and they say well Hampton That's easy for you to say but I'm ugly. I'm not fit I don't have money all the standard things and no one's attracted to me and I always say well I mean, how many people do you want to date? How many people can you conceivably date and be with romantically ever in your lifetime even if only one percent of the world is attracted to you that's still like 70 80 million people that's more than you could conceivably date within your lifetime even if you're like no hampton you don't understand i'm less than a one i'm especially ugly that's still like seven eight million people That's more than you could date. If you do manage to date seven or eight million people, comment in the comments and I don't know how to help, but I I will like your comment and respond perhaps. (laughs) But my point is that we tend to romanticize a relationship before we're ever in it. And this is a common thing. People talk to me about their relationships. They talk to me about their crush. And sometimes that person just isn't that into you. And it's fine. It kind of breaks their heart when I look at their mess, they send me their messages and I'm like, yeah, I don't think this person is into you. The reason they're not responding to you asking them out might be because they don't wanna do it, but they don't dislike you. They're just not really interested in you in that way. And there tends to be a theme, I think, in TV and movies, where especially with guys they really say well I didn't want to date your father but then he kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me and bugging me and that sometimes works in real life that sometimes works in reality but then sometimes you're also slapped with a restraining order so it might be better if someone isn't actively showing any interest in you isn't responding to you etc for you to at least explore different options and not get your heart set on one person because there's no real reason that we have to be bound to that person yet. Now after you meet someone good, after you're sure they're the one for you, double down by all means. I'm not saying be unfaithful, I'm not saying have no loyalty. These are people that might not even be in a relationship with you yet, or you might be one date in, two dates in, and you're like, "Eh, you know, I thought you were okay, but now I'm not really sure about you. So just don't overcommit early on, in my opinion. Now what i like to compare this to is business. So some of you know that I sell fitness equipment in my shop. So if you have any experience with e-commerce, then you know that only a small percentage of the people that come into your store, even if your product is great, even if your product is excellent and your marketing is just on point, only a small percentage of the people who view a product actually buy it. It's not just e-commerce, it applies to like retailers and just about anything. Only a small percentage of people who look at your product actually buy it. So let's say 300 people looked at my gym rings, and only two or three bought it. Now, I could just spend all my time serving the two or three, being extra good to them, and say, hey, you know, here's how I can help. Is there anything I can do for you? I really hope you like these. Please let me know if you have any issues. Or I could pursue doggedly the 297 who didn't buy. Let's say I could find out what their Facebook profiles, their Instagram profiles, and I doggedly follow them and say, hey, so, I noticed that you looked at my gym rings and you didn't buy them. Why is that? Let me know. I can be better. I can. I I can make. Are they the wrong color? Do you want plastic? I can make plastic. I can make plastic. Oh well. I, I don't know why you're not responding. I don't know why you're playing hard to get. You obviously looked at the gym rings. Why don't you want them? When really, there's any number of reasons why someone might have looked and not wanted them. Someone might have thought they were interesting, but like, eh you know, upon further inspection, they're too much upon further inspection. I want a slightly different grain of wood upon further inspection. I think I'll get a pull a bar instead or I'll buy from a different company. That's fine. So when people show some slight interest in you while dating, I think it's very easy, especially if we're not very experienced to overcommit and say, no, 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 this person is the one and you look up their Instagram profile and you're like, Oh, you see, she likes Metallica. I like Metallica. I like Metallica, Like, that clearly we're meant to be. My parents, they both like Metallica. So this is the universe sending a message. And when we get in this mindset, it's very easy to find signs where there may not be any signs. Okay, the second point, see I have notes to style, I'm serious about this, is to work on yourself. Because I mentioned a key phrase in the first point, And I don't want people to misconstrue it, because it is at least misunderstood or represented in a way that I don't completely agree with in popular media. And that is that if someone wants to be with you, they have to accept you exactly as you are right now. Now, I agree with that in some senses, because I've changed quite a bit from when I was 16 to right now when I'm 28. I've changed my worldview. I'm a lot calmer now, I'm a lot kinder now, I'm a lot easier to get along with now, and hopefully I've learned more things in the past 12 years. But fundamentally, essentially, I'm still the same person. I think I still have the same soul, and the things that I brought out of me, I always kind of had in me. So essentially, yes, if someone should be able to accept your soul, if they're going to be your soulmate, or your romantic partner, or significant other that lasts for decades and decades, hopefully your entire life. However, I think some people mean this, or they take it, as in, I don't have to work on myself for you. Because if you don't accept me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. Well, what's your best and what's your worst? Because if your worst is you throwing a hysterical fit and your best is dressing up so they can take you out to dinner and spend $300 on you, then that may not be as good of a deal as you think. Now, this isn't supposed to attack anyone. You might look at this point and be like, hmm, I don't need to work on myself. I'm just gonna move on. That's totally fine. You can do whatever you like. However, I do think most of us, myself especially included, would benefit from working on ourselves. Not just for finding a partner, but just for finding peace and happiness within ourselves. So one of the things I like to do, and there's a lot of different ways I can approach this, this is just one of them, this can probably fit into its own video, but I like to resolve my own fears and insecurities. If I snap at someone, even if they were being annoying objectively, I wanna know why I did, because usually, if I'm calm, and usually if I don't snap at people, and this person suddenly made me angry, even if I argued with them and they apologize and they moved on, later on, I, for my own benefit, I want to look at myself and think, hmm, why did that statement in particular get to me? Or when I get upset over reading a comment online, I think, what insecurity do I have? What fear do I have? that made reading that emotionally traumatizing to me. When I read comments about myself looking like a girl or not being muscular enough or not being strong enough all the time, it doesn't bother me. Why does this comment about me hurting others bother me? Maybe there's some insecurity within myself that I might accidentally hurt someone else. Maybe that's something I have to resolve and I have to be honest with myself. I don't know everything. Looking at the video, looking at the content I put out that supposedly is hurting people, I have to think, Am I hurting others with this? Is this the best information, the most accurate information I could give? And if not, I need to strive to be better. So just resolving fear, resolving insecurity, and taking accountability for my actions. Whenever something goes wrong, sometimes reasonably, it's not my fault. A family member that died a couple years ago, reasonably is not my fault. However, I like to look at these situations and think, it's not my fault, but is there anything I could have done better? And the answer is almost always yes. So these are just some examples. Once again, you don't have to work on yourself. This is just advice I would give my single self, is to only spend time with people that want to be with me in some way, and to always work on myself during the meantime. Because just to use myself as an example, my wife is a wonderful person. She would probably be with me if I had all the flaws that I tried to fix over the five, six, seven years we've been together. So it's not necessarily about, oh, if I have these flaws, I'm gonna scare away this person. I think of it as in, I am really going to love this person. I really want to give them my all. And I want to be a better person to serve them better, love them better, and be a better partner to them. I want to be a better partner and lover to my wife. So that's why I want to work on myself. And even if I hadn't met her yet, even if this was still yet to happen, then I might as well, while I'm waiting, work on myself so I can be a better person when we finally do meet. And that leads me to my third point which was going to be time, but I wanted to make something a little bit more actionable, but I'll touch upon time here. It can be a sub point, which is you might be doing everything right. You might be on a good path. You might be spending time with people that want to be with you. You might be working on yourself. All of that might be in place, but you may not have met the right person yet. And I think it's okay to wait for the right person to look at yourself, make an honest assessment and think, I like the path that I'm on and I want to wait for the right person. Because all the things I'll mention in this video and anything that I could have mentioned, because I keep trying to make edits and put in some extra information because I really want this to help people. Anything I could have mentioned, that could fix something and you might plug it in and the next day you might meet someone (laughs) that you'd be with forever. But there's also times I think everyone knows and we all kind of worry that we're doing things right that we haven't met the right person so sometimes I think we just need some time and patience because if we haven't met the right person we also don't want to rush if you're in your late teens or late 20s you're like, why haven't I met this person yet? I I want to meet them maybe I'm doing something wrong even though you're not maybe I'm doing something wrong and maybe I should change well, best case scenario is you stress yourself out over nothing and you meet your future partner anyway and a slightly worse scenario would be if you change yourself into a person that doesn't represent who you are, and when you do meet your partner, they don't like you. So I don't mean to stress anyone out with that, but I do think that it's always worth it to try to be your true self and let time and patience take care of the rest. So just a quick thought. And third is something I've talked about a lot before, and that is to be kind to others and give to others whenever you feel like you can. Because not only does this make you a better person, which I talked about in the previous point, but it also makes more connections. Just to give an example, when you're the person that scrolls through their newsfeed, and you like every post made by a friend that you like. You comment on every piece of good news that your friends share. When they say, yes, we got married. Yes, we started a new business. Yes, I started a new exercise program called the hybrid routine. And you say, good luck, congratulations. That's wonderful, cheering for you. When you're that person, you are a lot more approachable. And especially when you're able, when someone seems to have an issue, when they seem to have problems in their life, and they seem alone, it doesn't hurt you to reach out and say, hey, I saw your post. Looks like you're going through a hard time. I've been there. Is there anything I can do to help? And sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is no answer. But every once in a while, someone will reach out. And most importantly, you might be able to help that person out, but also that connection might lead to another connection, at least another connection It leads to five others that eventually leads to someone that has a great impact on you, which could change your life. And if you do that times a hundred X, a thousand X, a lot, then you expand your network and you increase your likelihood of making friends. You increase your likelihood of having a good business partner and on topic, you increase your likelihood of finding someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with none of these things would have happened if you only keep to yourself i understand some of this is harder for introverts i totally understand and there might be ways where you don't want to do that there might be ways where you prefer to make friends through only close connections that's fine but this is just something to keep in mind something that's a little bit lower key could be taking your friend's invite to their very small party taking your friend's invite to checking out their new university with them Small things like that. And there's a concept I wanted to work into this video, but I wasn't sure where to put it in. I've already used the example of business. And some businesses, the thing they need to work on is their product. They might have ideal marketing. They might have the best marketing firms in the world. If you work in marketing, let me know about this. You might have an excellent marketing firm, but it's hard to have customer retention over a horrible product. You might need to work on your product. Not to say you're horrible, but just working on it a little bit might change your entire life. But for others, you might already have a good product, which is a metaphor for yourself. You might already be working on yourself. You might already be a great person that some people wanna be with, but nobody knows about you yet. You haven't expanded your reach because what you need is a good self and you need the right reach. And it can't really work without one or the other. And most of us have to work on either one, usually both. I know it's hard. I know for a lot of you, it's easier said than done to go into a new community, make new friends, But most of us have done that at some point in our lives and it can really only benefit us if we do so. So just to summarize, one, spend time with people that want to be with you and don't spend time trying to convince people who don't want anything to do with you. Two, work on yourself because you want to make yourself better for your friends and your loved ones. And three, take some time, be kind to others, be giving and be loving because it can only help you and it can help others. And all of this, I put out my coffee for this point, all of this. Is for the journey leading up to the point where you meet the person that you wanna be with for the rest of your life. Remember my point at the beginning of this video where I said people overcommit early on and they undercommit later? If you have made a commitment to someone, if you have met your soulmate, if you have gotten married or had kids, if you are with the person that you're meant to be with, none of this is supposed to confuse you. None of this is supposed to make you think maybe there's something better out there. Because sometimes when you meet the right person, there are rough patches, but when you know you love them and you want to be with them, then triple down on being good to them. Recommit yourself to improving yourself and being better for them. And working through the rough patches, learning to communicate, coming to a better understanding of each other, because that is something that is tremendously valuable. And I can't guarantee it, nobody can, but I hope all of you find love with the romantic or through friends, or otherwise. Thank you so much for watching this. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day, my friend.